Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pashurudis and joining me is Senior Investment Analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be reviewing the week ahead. So Rafi, let's begin with the Reserve Bank of Australia. Are policymakers likely to add more stimulus when they meet on Tuesday? And if they do, what reaction might we see in the Australian dollar? Well, Maria, there's been some speculation uh, over the past week that the RBA uh, might actually announce something uh, on Tuesday. we did have that surprise speech by Deputy Governor Guy DeBell uh, recently where he uh, surprised markets by hinting at uh, possible uh, further monetary easing uh, at some point in the near future. Uh, up until uh, his remarks, markets had pretty much ruled out uh, the prospect of uh, further RBA easing uh, this year. Uh, and so his remarks really did send bond yields, uh, short dated bond yields, uh, much lower. Although looking at interest rate futures, they're on actually uh, investors aren't fully convinced that we're going to get a rate cut as early uh, as the October meeting uh, and an- another reason why uh, October uh, might actually not be the, the date for the RBA's next move is because we're also going to have the the government budget the, for by the Australian government uh, on Tuesday as well so it's unlikely they will want to make such an announcement the same day uh, as the budget and also the fact that they're probably going to want to see what's going to be in the budget uh, whether or not it's going to include any new fiscal measures to support the economy get through the crisis uh, so the RBA uh, might hint at further easing on Tuesday but most likely if they are planning on acting uh, very soon that's probably going to be uh, at the at the November or uh, December uh, meetings uh, and it's worth mentioning of course that the uh, in Victoria the the the, uh, the state is is emerging uh, from a second lockdown and that's expected to have uh, hit uh, the, the recovery uh, in uh, in August. Uh, so that's probably one of the reasons why the RBA is now a little bit more cautious than it used to be uh, about uh, the recovery prospects. Uh, so it's it could it's, it's definitely going to be interesting uh, to see what they're going to have, to, what they're going to say about the economy, even if they don't announce anything uh, yet. Okay, moving over to Europe now, we'll get the European Central Bank's meeting minutes from the September gathering on Thursday. Recent reports suggest there are rising tensions at the decision-making table. What might that mean for the euro? So we are seeing, uh, we've had several reports suggesting uh, that uh, the hawks within the ECB are becoming, uh, their voices are becoming louder. Um, so uh, apparently Germany isn't happy about uh, the amount of Italian government bonds uh, the ECB is buying, is buying as part of its uh, pandemic emergency purchase program. Uh, and also uh, the, we're also seeing signs that the Hawks actually want an early exit uh, for, from the PEP. Or, uh, there's also question marks whether or not the ECB will use uh, the full uh, amount allocated to the PEP program. Uh, so there's, there is growing... Um, uh, 
uh, unease within the hawks of you know uh, of of that huge stimulus uh, that they announced uh, of regarding the pandemic emergency uh, program. Uh, so that actually uh, is a big problem uh, because uh, especially the timing uh, because we, we are seeing uh, some data point to slowing of the recovery uh, and not to mention of course the fact that uh, there's a risk of deflation now within within the the eurozone. Although the ECB isn't too concerned about that just yet, uh, it's something that uh, might become a bigger problem uh, going forward. Uh, so if we see from the minutes uh, that uh, those reports of a split uh, are, uh, are actually true, uh, then that could possibly uh, be negative for the euro because uh, obviously uh, if, uh, if there's not going to be any additional support for the economy then that would also uh, be bad for the euro uh, but if it's more of a case of uh, they are considering more stimulus but maybe not just yet more of a case of stimulus coming later rather than sooner that could possibly be uh, positive uh, for the single currency. Right. Uh, turning to the UK, there are fears the recovery could falter now that a third of the population is under some form of regional lockdown. We'll get the monthly print on GDP on Friday. Could the data add to worries about the recovery? So although we're seeing uh, tighter restrictions uh, in the UK and that's bound to uh, impact uh, growth, uh, that probably uh, didn't have a huge impact uh, back in August when the economy uh, was boosted from that government scheme which encouraged people to go out uh, to eat. Uh, so the August data will probably be quite strong uh, and we may even see it giving the pound a little bit of a lift. Uh, although we do have increased, increased Brexit tensions lately, uh, uh, currently uh, negotiators are, are in their final round uh, before the October 15 deadline uh, and uh, there's still no significant progress there. On top of that, the EU has said it's going to take legal action against the UK government uh, for uh, going ahead with that internal market bill which uh, allows the UK to breach the withdrawal uh, agreement. So uh, although we had seen a little bit of a positivity regarding the Brexit talks, now we've got some increased uncertainty there. Uh, and uh, the, we do know now though that Boris Johnson uh, will hold a call with uh, EU C uh, Commission President to try and uh, kickstart those talks. Uh, but of course, uh, the way it's looking at the moment, uh, the talks will end up going into the 50, to 11 hour. Uh, so uh, until then, we may yet get a few uh, big negative headlines. Uh, and so that could potentially uh, catapult the pound of the coming week. And finally, over in the US, we'll get the minutes of the September 15th to 16th meeting on Wednesday. Do you think we'll get any fresh clues about the Fed's next move, even though we've already heard from most policymakers since the last meeting? Yeah, so we've definitely heard quite a lot from the Fed lately. Uh, we've heard from most uh, committee members uh, of the past couple of weeks, including uh, Fed Chief Jerome Powell. He, he of course, had that three-day testimony before uh, Congress. Uh, so we pretty much know where they stand on the economy, on the stimulus and so on. Uh, but they didn't really uh, tell us anything about uh, what they're thinking about uh, any further measures to uh, help the economy. Uh, and that's probably because uh, that was probably the deliberate move on the part of the Fed to try and pile pressure on Congress uh, to uh, to increase the urgency to approve a new fiscal stimulus package. Now, we are seeing some 
some progress being made there in terms of uh, Republicans and Democrats uh, bridging the gap uh, in terms of the differences on a new virus relief bill. Uh, but we still don't know whether or not that's going to go ahead. Uh, and the Fed will probably not decide on whether or not or how much of a extra stimulus they're going to provide until they know uh, whether or not there's going to be a fiscal stimulus. Uh, and then on top of that, we have the election uncertainty. Uh, so we might get some new clues from the Fed's minutes, uh, potentially, you know, in terms of um, some hints as to what they're thinking about uh, the, the next policy response. Uh, but on the whole, the dollar will probably stay on the front foot, uh, benefiting from uh, safe haven demands uh, generated by all of that uncertainty. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.